So on this Feast of Corpus Christi, our readings all refer back to the Old Testament story of the, the Passover and the exodus from Egypt. And some of you probably know the story of Moses leading the people out of slavery in Egypt, and they cross the Red Sea. Remember how God parts the Red Sea so they can walk through on dry land? And then he, he leads them to a mountain. And how fitting that we are out here amongst God's mountains. There's something, I think, special that scriptures kind of tell us. If you want to find God, sometimes you, you go to a mountain. In this case, they went to the mountain that's literally known as the mountain of God. Because it was up on that mountain that God appeared to Moses and gave him the Ten Commandments. Mountains are special places to encounter God. And so, certainly as many of you prepare to hit the trail tomorrow... Uh, I pray that you're ready for the mountains. They're, they're pretty steep, especially our friends from Texas there. I'm from Kansas City, so I know about, you know, uh, flat and low. Uh, you're going up there. You're going up. And uh, our, our hope is, of course, that you too will find God up on the mountain. And maybe that's you know, not why you came. Maybe you're not looking for God. Uh, but we find that a lot of people tend to find God up on those mountains. So we, we call it God's country, and that's why... Priest, we keep coming back summers after summers to keep serving here because so many people do find God there. But I want to focus tonight a little bit more on what happened after they encounter God on the mountain. You would think that this would be an incredible experience. They encounter God. They literally hear God speak to them. They see fire and smoke on the mountain. It wasn't just a, an afternoon thunderstorm. It was God. And he gave them like actual physical tablets. You would think that would be enough uh, for them to, to realize how important God is. But the story of the Israelites wandering in the wilderness is one that I think fits very well for what's about to happen on a, a Philmont trek. Because what happens is, over the course of that journey to find God at the mountain, well, first of all, they start off very excited because they're leaving Egypt. Anybody ready to get out of base camp tomorrow? Yeah, well, you should have seen the staff today. A lot of the staff had a day off today. You should have seen how anxious they were to get out of base camp. You guys that are about to start hiking tomorrow, I can imagine how excited you are. I'm excited just to have actual participants in camp for the first time in, a, a, you know, two years now. And people in the back reporting, out, we're the first. We're the first back to Philmont. And you are. So there's a lot of excitement right now, just like the Israelites. They had a lot of excitement leading slavery in Egypt. Like, yes, God has come. He set us free. He's going to lead us out into the promised land. This will be amazing. And then what happens is they get a little ways out. And all of a sudden, well, Pharaoh starts chasing them. And they get to the Red Sea. And it seems this like insurmountable obstacle. And what do they do? Even after all the miracles that God had already worked, they start to say, what that we had died back in Egypt. It would be better if we had never left Egypt. We want to go back there. At least there we wouldn't be dead. And now we're just all going to die at the, the Red Sea. And it's just all over. They couldn't imagine that God was about to do something that they hadn't expected, like part the Red Sea. But he does. And so then they go through the Red Sea and they're like, oh my gosh, we should never have doubted God. We are so happy again. Praise God. Praise Moses. We will never doubt again. And hey, we're thirsty. Where's water? We don't have anything to drink. There's, there's no water. We're in a desert. Oh, curse God and curse Moses. I wish we were back in Egypt. At least in Egypt we had water. Oh, God has abandoned us. And so what does Moses do? He strikes the little rock with his staff, and water comes out of a rock. 
Sometimes that happens in the, the back country. It's on your map, they're marked as springs. But water does come out of a rock back there sometimes. But not in Schaefer's Pass. Don't plan on that if you want water in there. But God brought water from a rock, and they're like, oh my gosh, praise God and praise Moses. We will never doubt you again. This is amazing. God, God brought water from a rock, and gosh, we're hungry. Where's food? There's no food out here in this wilderness. Oh, curse God and curse Moses. This is terrible. We have no food. Would that we had died back in Egypt. We never should have come on this journey. It's terrible. And so God rains down literally bread from heaven, manna, prefiguring the Eucharist, the body of Christ that we celebrate tonight. God fed them with bread from heaven. Another miracle. They're like, oh my gosh, we were so stupid to doubt for like the fourth time. Praise God, praise Moses, we will never, ever doubt again. And they go off, and pretty soon, they all start doubting again, and like, oh, we're sick of this manna. This food from heaven, it's boring. It tastes like blah. We don't like this bread from heaven. This is a stupid miracle. We don't like you, God. Curse God, curse Moses. And so then he sends serpents to bite them and some of them die and they're like oh we should have never doubted god this is horrible god please help us and he does okay over and over and over this is great this is bad this is great this is bad they're all excited to leave and then pretty soon they get out there and it doesn't take too long that it starts to doubt especially you guys that are, are starting out uh, tomorrow probably you're filled today with excitement maybe a little fear some some people this is maybe your first time out backpacking back there and that's normal but you're going to find you get out there and it's like, yes, we're hiking. This is great. This is awesome. We're out of base camp. We're on our own. We've got a ranger with us. That's amazing. Thank God for our ranger. We'll do everything that our ranger says because our ranger is so smart and knows everything about Philmont. And then you get there and it starts to rain. And you're like, oh, this is awful. At least in base camp, I had a, a tent over my head. Now I'm on this trail and it's raining and I don't like it. Oh, when did I was back in base camp? This is terrible. And then it stops raining and a rainbow comes out in the evening like, oh, that's beautiful. Praise God for a rainbow. I'm glad it rained now. There's a rainbow. That's really nice. And then we'll, we'll cook dinner. And then you set up everything. And then a thunderstorm rolls through and bits your stove on its side and your fire's out and your dinner's all out. You're like, oh, this is horrible. I wish I was back in base camp. But then there's off and you keep going. And then you get to your third day and your ranger's like, you guys gone through a lot. I think... I'm out of here. You guys got it the rest of the way. Like, this is awesome. Our ranger's leading us. We're on our own now. This is great. We're doing film up by ourselves. And what did he say about bears? And we're supposed to do something if there's lightning. And I don't And there's a lightning storm. And oh, I wish we were back in base camp. Or at least I'm not going to get killed by lightning. And it's just back and forth all over. So as we leave the promised land of base camp here, headed for the other promised land back there, just know that like the Israelites, who actually met God in person, it's normal to be up and down and all over the place. You're going to have some moments that are incredible highs where you're like, this is why I came to Philmont. This is what I wanted. There will be other things that happen. You're like, I never thought this would happen at Philmont. I am wet. My sleeping bag is wet. My tent has a hole in it for the tree that went through it. I don't like this. There will be all kinds of things. That, see, they know. <laughs> okay. That the Rangers were out there uh, uh, weeks ago already learning how to, to do this, and it's been cold and hail. You don't, you don't plan when you come to Philmont and say, you know what I want? I want to get lightning all around me where I have to stay in lightning position for an hour while hail falls on my head. That's why I came to Philmont. 
No, nobody wants that. But that's part of it. And eventually, the Israelites got to what we read in our scriptures tonight, where they come to the promised land and they say, let's build an altar here because we need it. And that's going to be you in about 12 days. Hopefully, you're going to come back all the way around. And you'll have been through all this. There will be some time. And you will remember, Father Sean said this, you'll be sitting around your campfire. It is not a fire because we don't have campfires in the backcountry. You're like, I want a fire. There's no fire. You're going to sit there in the dark, and you're going to go through thorns and roses and buds. And like, my thorn is like, I just want to go back to base camp. And then the next time, you're going to be like, my rose is that I just don't ever want this trek to end. It's amazing. And it's going to be all over the place. That's normal. So when it gets really bad, and it's raining, and it's dark, and you just want to go home, remember, Father Sean told you it would be like this. So don't curse God, and don't curse Moses, don't curse Father Sean, don't curse God or Philmont. It'll get better. And it's probably going to get better sooner than you think. In 12 days, I'm going to look forward to seeing the first cruise back in base camp, and then you'll be all through your quarantine in the backcountry, so you won't have to be so socially distant and everything will be nice. But I want to hear the story of the truck. How, yeah, we wanted to quit, but we didn't. And then it was great. It was down, and we all made it. Because when you come to the side and the end of the track, it says we all made it. And that's, that's pretty much what happens for the Israelites tonight in Scripture. They made it. They made it to the promised land, and they set up an altar, which we have got right here. We've set up an altar at the base of the mountain uh, because, well, we've made it. And we're going to pray for you here in base camp that you will all make it too. Uh, and you've got a great group of people to help you. So, Know that you go tonight with the gift of the Eucharist. God with you. You take God into the backcountry, uh, and he will be watching over you, and we will be praying for you from, from base camp. And, and know that when you get there, there is no greater feeling than arriving at the promised land. And knowing that because it was up and down and all over and you kept going, praise God. Praise God. Praise Moses. Praise Philmont. This is God's country. And you're going to have a journey that is uniquely yours. And... Uh, I'm so blessed to be here with you at the beginning of your journey, and I look forward to seeing you when you get back to the promised land at the end of that journey.